Welcome to the Demolition Halloween <laughs> Spooktacular. Oh, you're going to go with that? Yes. Okay. I'm your host, Ghoulish Gray, joined as always by Necromantic Nathan. I was not expecting this <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, it's a Halloween Spooktacular. Yeah. I had to bring it in that yeah, way. The, the Spooktacular, that's right. What are we doing that's spooky tonight? Uh, it's spooky that the two of us have a podcast that's even remotely successful. I don't know. I that's, mean, that's pretty spooky. I guess. Um, all those kids not wearing costumes and trick or treating was spooky. That was pretty spooky. What yeah. the fuck? Well, as Brandon said, that's the trick. Right? Yeah, that is the trick. <laughs> that's the trick. So you gotta give them a treat. Let me not wear a costume and just carry a bag and go up and show up. You lazy motherfucker. Right. Yeah, so th- yeah, this is coming out in the wee hours of the morning, either right after Halloween or maybe if I'm lucky enough, I'll get it edited and actually have it up, uh, depending upon where you're at in the world with it still being Halloween. But we're not doing anything at all. I just wanted to do that yeah. spooky intro. It's not really spooky. It's not really spooky at all. It'll be spooky in the way that maybe I'll put like a, a misfit song at the beginning no, of the episode. Of course, why not, right? <laughs> right. But other than that, it's just a normal episode. So right. um, if this is your first time listening to the, uh, the show... We do a very, very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent subgenre music that people send in to us. It's typically our first time hearing the releases in question. We uh, roll some dice. We uh, usually get through between five and seven bands. We have ten bands in the queue each time, and uh, we just react honestly to whatever it is that we hear. We like stuff sometimes, sometimes we don't. But even if we don't like something, even if we diss something heavily, we encourage people to go out and support the things that they do enjoy, buy physical products, go see bands, all that good shit. We're not striving to be critics or make objective value judgments. We're just two dudes uh, in a basement. Quite literally, talking we, about we, music. That we we like. barely know shit from piss. Barely know shit from piss. Yeah, depending on on who you ask. Not even barely. We full on do not know shit from piss. So, um, uh, yeah, that's really all there is to the show. Um, I want to thank everybody who has been subscribing to the Patreon lately. Like I said in the last episode, we've gotten a lot a lot of new subscribers in the last month or so. Um, if you are interested in that, it's patreoncom slash podcast. Um, we just got a new Patreon episode up. We're trying to stick tight to the uh, at least two new episodes every month. Um, and I think the content that we've been doing on there recently is good. $5 and up gets you access to all of that stuff. And then more importantly, $10 and up gets you access to all of our bonus content plus all of the releases that we put out, which leads me to this segue, which is that the uh, most recent uh, demo listen records, I guess, is what we decided to call it because we're not cr- uh, creative types. Um, the most recent Demolition Records release is uh, up for grabs. Uh, it is the Kong Kong cassette, Kong Bows to No One, which compiles both of their incredibly good 2027 inches on one single cassette and uh, makes it available for the first time properly in, uh, the, in, in the States. So um, a lot of people have already ordered that because I uh, put it up on Facebook and shit earlier today, but there are still plenty of copies left. So if you want to get a copy of it, it's really, really good. It's like... Honestly, it's some of my favorite stuff that I've heard in the past couple of years, like oi-infused, uh, street-punky, power-pop stuff. It's kind of hard to to describe accurately. You just kind of have to listen to it. Um, but if you look in the show notes, I'll have a link to the Big Cartel where you can order that. And if you're a Patreon subscriber uh, at the $10 and up tier, just look for a message soon because I'll, uh, I'll be sending out stuff to confirm everybody's shipping an address and get those in the mail. So thanks again to everybody who sub- subscribes. Thanks to everybody who's picked up a copy of the tape already. And thanks in advance to uh, everybody who plans to pick up a copy of the tape. So um, beyond that, so there were a couple things I wanted to highlight. Uh, two really good tapes came out today that are not Kong Kong tapes that we put out. Uh, the new Judy, Judy and the Jerks tape came out, um, which is we have big up Judy and the Jerks 
basically since the beginning of the show. They did like a Halloween tape that I'm sure by the time you're hearing this, if it's not already sold out, it's probably close to selling out. So maybe you can still get your hands on a copy. And then uh, GT did a collaborative tape with TV Repairman, which is like, it's just the solo moniker of the main songwriter uh, from Satanic Togas, I believe. They did a collaborative like Halloween tape, which is officially sold out. Uh, but maybe some U.S. distros got copies of them. I, I don't really know, but I know via Wartman, um, it's all gone, but still worth a listen. So... Um, other than that, the only thing I wanted to bring up this week is Nate, you've had, um, you have like a hyper fixation that you, that you've felt compelled to share with basically everybody that you've encountered over the past week or so, a new fact that you've learned about somebody. <laughs> I've only shared it with you and Brandon. Yeah. Me and Brandon and Josh. Right. Right. But that's everybody. That's everyone. <laughs> that's most people that I've talked to this week. <laughs> right, that's most people. It's not really worth week. noting. Right. I, Cause I don't want to bash anyone. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just stunned that Adele, Adele is only 30. <laughs> like I seriously thought she was going to be in 50. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I had no idea that she was as young as she is. It blows my, it blew my fucking mind when I learned it earlier this week. And I just, I don't know, I happened to stumble upon that fact on the internet somewhere. Yeah, when I was loading, like, loading up from practice before we started recording this, I overheard you telling Brandon about it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I telling Brandon, too. Like, well, that's because there was, like, a 17-and-a-half-minute video on YouTube that he had pulled up that was, like, discussing one of her newest songs. Yeah. And um, I don't like Adele. No. <laughs> no, I don't. Right? Neither do I. I mean, I don't want to listen to even... A minute of the music no let alone hear somebody talk about it for 17 and a half minutes which kind of gets full circle to what we're doing right right yeah why the hell would you want to listen to us talk i i just i don't know personally i all i know is that when i when, when i first became aware of her i was convinced she was a woman in her 40s yeah and then to learn that she is actually probably 20 years younger than I thought she was just yeah. blew my fucking mind. Yeah, you circled back around to it in conversation, I would say, on like two or three separate occasions when we were on our way to and from Chicago. No, and maybe when we were even in Chicago, I just too. couldn't fucking believe it. Like, <laughs> like I was just I know, stunned, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. So whatever, so. Adele's 30. There you go, right? There's yeah. the big fucking news. <laughs> Maybe some other people will find that surprising too, that, that surprising fun fact. Adele is only 30 years old, which I will say I was actually shocked by too. I was also under the impression that she was probably 40 plus, you know? I, I easily thought she was 50. Yeah. Um, okay, so on that note, let's uh, let's just jump right into the queue. I don't think either of us have any other interesting thoughts or anecdotes or anything to share, right? We saw Gag. We saw The Mall, uh, both very, very good. The Mall, in my opinion, kind of stole the show. I, I, I felt like they did, too. I felt like, I, I, well, he did. Yeah. Um, well, it could be a thing. Right, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't you know, I, I felt like The Mall, The Mall because The Mall was totally different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah, yeah it was sure. really, really good. I thought it translated live incredibly well, too. And both of us noted, uh, <laughs> both, both during and after his set, um, his, uh, his like, total befuddlement with his own gear. Yeah, that was pretty good. Asking the crowd if anybody knows how that shit works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, that, uh, that was enjoyable. So, so if you get a chance to see them all uh, do so, it translates very well live. Um, that's a band that we've had on the show that we've big up several times as well. So you have a picture of Adele pulled up <laughs> I'm telling you, if you told me that woman was 50, I'd be like, sure. <laughs> Yeah, for sure, yeah. And she, I'm not trying to bag on it. I'm just saying, if you told me she was 50, I'd be like, yeah, but if you tell me she's 30, I'm like, huh? <laughs> You're not trying to bag on her. You have bagged on Adele. I don't I don't like her music. Yeah, you described her I, as a bellowing sow. 
Well, <laughs> yeah, but that was just in, just in my most private of moments to my closest of friends, right? Right. And I, because I just, I was, I've always been irritated by like what the, uh, I guess, like I said to you, the uh, the um, unmerited gravitas that yeah. has lent her. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah, I agree. No. <laughs> um, so, all right, cool. Let's uh, let's just jump right into the queue. It's uh, Adele songs front to back tonight. <laughs> Who gives a shit about Adele? Okay, so first up we have Oxygen Destroyer. This was sent in by Jeremy, and uh, I believe, actually, I think we have a fuck ton of, uh, of like, metal metal or metal-adjacent shit in the queue tonight, it okay. seems like. So this was sent in by Jeremy. Um, the release is Sinister Monstrosity Spawned by the Unfathomable Ignorance of Humankind. Okay. A mouthful. Then we have got Lousy with Suffer. This is a band from Indonesia that was sent in by Vlad, who runs Delayed Gratification Records out of Ohio. Um, this is a band he said he found out about and uh, liked a lot, so he is doing a stateside cassette release for them. Then we have got Axe Rash with Contemporary Ass, which is a great name for a release. Mm -hmm. This is a band from Stockholm, Sweden. This was sent in by John from The Path, his, uh, his weekly international submission. We've been getting a shit ton of stuff from Stockholm recently. Uh, then we have got Slime Lord with Moss Contamination. This was sent in by Patty. Uh, this is a band out of Leeds, uh, UK. That, again, looks like some more... more Grimy metal stuff. I think he described this as like uh, black metal influenced death stuff. And then we have got Cherry Cheeks with their self-titled LP out on Total Punk Records. This was sent in by Fatty Hurst, who is a person who initially brought our attention to Cherry Cheeks. We liked this stuff when we first heard it. Um, this LP came out back in September. And I think um, I don't think that this is this. Did you say this is already shipped? Yeah, I have. I've had mine for my copy for a several weeks, a couple weeks now. Oh really? Okay, cool. Yeah, maybe this is uh maybe this is our already already shipped out to people. Then I didn't realize that. It looks like it still says, um, it still says pre order on the Total Punk Bandcamp. So. Yeah, but if you go to the website, probably you know. Okay, um, then we have got Ro uh, I'm sorry. Then we've got Suffocating Madness with their self titled EP uh, out on Roachleg Records. We've had a handful of uh, bands on Roachleg on the show. Consistently good label. Consistently good label indeed. Uh, this was sent in by Grant. He says this is members of uh, Blood Crow Butcher playing like Scandy Scandy style hardcore D beat stuff. Then we have got Sermon of Flames with I Have Seen the Light and It Was Repulsive. This is uh, out on I Void Hanger Records out of Italy. This was sent in by Louis F. Uh, more metal shit, I believe. Mm -hmm. Then we have got Blood Ties with their self-titled EP. This was sent in by the band. I'm not sure which member of the band. Uh, this is out on Slow Death Records. They said um, in their email, I think the title of their email was Roast Us Again. So I do vaguely recall, recall us hearing this band's demo and like I, this it, it came out in 2019 did we did we did we say that it was no what was the band from Kamloops that we were like this is the best band in Kamloops <laughs> I can't remember I can't remember what band that was this band I don't I don't really recall what we said about it I, I don't know if we really roasted it or roasted them or if if they're just kind of joking um the the body of the message was just like take it easy on us or or don't you know yeah yeah um so i don't know i i vaguely remember this band but i don't remember what we said about them at all okay then we have got a, a chinese band actually who's like all all of the text is in in chinese um i guess it is pronounced now now su which translates roughly to brain death this uh this was sent in by tyler hammer he said he was just like perusing Bandcamp and um 
and discovered this Chinese label and started going through and just listening to stuff, just like uh, try, basically trying to put his finger on the pulse of what the fuck is happening with underground music in China right now. So he found this uh, label, Dying Art Productions. He said he was, uh, found this release, he was really into it. That's hard to describe, but that he had an inkling that people might enjoy it, so he sent it our way. Okay. And then last up, we have got Be Nice. And this, um, so this is like a promo release. Um, like there's an upcoming like proper demo and then a seven inch coming out. This was sent in by Quentin who plays in Reek Mines. And I guess uh, one of the members of Reek Mines who also plays in Krieg Schoder is doing this project as well. Um, so yeah, there you go. I think that this this was like this dropped back in August. So as far as I know, uh, the actual demo may be out by now, but the link that we were sent was just to this YouTube of like three promo tracks. So there you go. Uh, let's roll the dice, see what's up first. Four. All right, four is Slime Lord with Moss Contamination. You can find this at slimelordswamp.bandcamp.com. This is, uh, like I said, a death metal band out of Leeds. Um, let's see. I think the song that was suggested to me is Puddle Dweller. Um, so let's just go with that one. I don't think it's necessarily, I don't think it's the song they have queued up to play, but it was a song that was suggested to us. So I'm, I'm going to defer to the, uh, the submitter on this occasion. So we're going to listen to Puddle Dweller by Slime Lord off of Moss Contamination. <laughs>
All right, we just heard the song Puddle Dweller by Slime Lord off of their LP Moss Contamination. So I actually liked that a whole lot. We did kick off the show um, with a, a nearly eight-minute-long song today, which is, you know, I mean, uh, it's a daunting task he- task heading straight into eight minutes of, like, uh, doom-laden death metal uh, to kick the show off. But I actually liked that quite a bit. Um, Nate, I know you kind of uh, uh, registered a complaint that the drums were pretty buried in that. Yeah, I, kind of, I, I could hear the snare. Yeah. A little bit of the kick, and the cymbals were almost non-existent for the most part for sure but overall i think that the uh the sort of like reverb laden din of that recording worked really well for the music yeah i think that it it helped with the ambient i i felt like so for this there wasn't there wasn't a riff that i really landed on that i was like yeah stick with this for a minute Mm -hmm. and this i liked it well enough but this felt like a bunch of parts yeah, I feel that. I th- I think that the riff that came in about halfway through the song when they picked it up was actually really catchy. That one stuck with me a lot. Um, this is definitely a band that, that favors sort of uh, atmosphere over, like, meat and potatoes songwriting. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think it worked really well. I mean, this is, like... This this uh, this is something I would definitely put on on, like, a, a country midnight drive. You know oh, what sure, I mean? Sure, sure, yeah. I... I uh, Around six minutes in, yeah, there was a big part that came in. I was like, yeah, let's stick with this for a minute. Yeah. And I think it stuck around for about 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it did something else. I was like, damn it. For sure. But, uh, yeah, all in all, fine. It's fine. I liked it just fine. I liked it more than you, I think. This yeah. uh, this, this, this stuck with me. I liked this a lot. I, uh, I was, like, immediately inclined to check out the rest of this release, and will definitely do so. Um, the cassette's all sold out. It looks like you can still pre-order LP copies of it. I also want to point out something, speaking of that, that is really, this is, like, a very funny linguistic idiosyncrasy here that I noticed when reading this. So the text under the LP pre-order area says, please note this is a pre-order Due to worldwide worldwide pressing plant delays, these will not be shipping until around mid January 2022. If you order both, if you order both this and the cassette version, I shall ship the cassette ASAP. <laughs> and like everything, it's a proclamation. Yeah, everything else is just worded normally. Right. But for whatever reason, whoever, I shall. whoever wrote this decided to say, "I shall ship the cassette ASAP." Yeah. So there you go. Um, if you get if you got the cassette. He shall ship it ASAP. Um, but, yeah, it looks like the uh, LP is still up for pre-order. Um, yeah, and, yeah, fuck, dude. Shipping plant delays are insane right now. I have a split that I'm doing with one of my projects that I think got sent in in, like, March and will finally have the 7-inch in hand in December, I think. So that's a very fucking real thing. But, yeah, I like that a whole lot. I uh, I don't know if this is getting distroed in the U.S. at all. Um, this is out of Leeds, U.K. I believe the label that's putting it out is also a U.K.-based label. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm not – I don't – not doing the legwork here in terms of figuring out whether or not no, there's sewer, a U.S. Sewer from Los, Ca- Los Angeles. Oh, sewer rots from, from L.A.? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Right on. So, cool. You can order it from uh, right right here in, in uh, sunny California. By right here in sunny California, I mean across the country from where we are right here. But further, the, further away from where we are right now than, than the U.S. Than Leeds. Than, than Leeds. Is that true? I don't know. It's got to be pretty damn close. <laughs> it's probably like equidistant, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you checking right now? We'll figure it out. I'll, I'll do my research. I'll report back. <laughs> okay, word. So, yeah, I liked that a whole lot. I thought the atmosphere worked really, really well for it. I liked, I, li- I kind of liked the atmosphere first approach to this. Um, and I thought the uh, atmospheric doomy um, component of this uh, made the eight minute runtime feel somewhat. 
somewhat warranted. It you know? definitely didn't. F- it didn't feel like eight minutes to me. I'll give it that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Which is a big win in and of itself. So there you go. Um, like I said, you can find that at slimelordswamp.bandcamp.com if you want to hear more. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, roll the dice, see what's up next. Uh, nine. All right, nine is Be Nice. This is uh, the project that Quentin from Reek Minds submitted. Uh, again, this is somebody who also plays in Reek Minds and Craig Schoder, who's also really good. Um, this is, as of the time of this recording, I am only aware of a YouTube, um, like a YouTube video that contains these songs. It Again, this was sent to us back in September, and this went up on YouTube in August. So... By now, this stuff could be on Bandcamp. Um, I'm not sure. But uh, the band is Be Nice, B-Nice. And uh, this is a three-song promo, so let's just, um, let's just jump right into the beginning. It's, only, it's three songs, and it's two minutes and 40 seconds long. So um, I guess we'll just listen until we decide that we don't want to anymore. Right. right. So, all right, let's, uh, let's check it out. just heard the songs neighbors and as it is off of the be nice promo i guess i don't know if it's i think this is just literally a a youtube exclusive promo in the description it says jacob emailed these unmixed tracks by his killer new l uh, killer new unit out of la expect a full demo and 11 song seven inch in the near future so i think that this is literally just a few tracks uh promoing an upcoming demo which is uh you've mentioned this on the show before a promo for a demo is a hilarious concept right because a demo is you're basically promoting what like your right. band is but, capable but of doing. I, I think that anymore like the demo is considered like the it's, end product right yeah we've and talked about that it's kind of dumb so there's a lot of of like fast sort of uh traditional styled hardcore that we get on this show that still incorpor- incorporates i would say um distinctly like modern elements or there are so- sort of subcategories of um, like traditionalist hardcore that still feel very much like they're pulling from bands that are recognizable 
you know, recognizable acts of the last 20 years this, or whatever. This sounds completely like a fucking No Way Records dollar bin banger. It does. But I, and, and in that way, I would say this basically has no discernible sonic touchstones in it post-1985. Like, this sounds straight up first wave yeah. U.S. hardcore. Right. And it sounds like an L.A. band, too. It has, yeah. like, very distinctly uh, West Coast vibe to it. Mm -hmm. It was really, really fucking good. to it. Yeah, yeah I, I liked this a fucking lot. This was very good. Yeah, I like this, too. Good. Let's uh, let's get an actual release, not a promo for a demo. Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah. If you have, I mean, I guess I am sympathetic to the idea of, like, wanting to get your shit out there, right? You have songs that you're stoked about. You want to put them out into the world or whatever. But, like, evidently you have enough material material for a full demo and an 11-song 7-inch in, quote, the near future. Right. Right? So, like, just, I don't need the, I don't need the three songs on YouTube. You know what right. I mean? Just, just put it up and call it a demo. Right. And it hits when it hits. Right. <laughs> exactly. No one's tripping about that. If you just put these three songs on YouTube and said, here's our demo, nobody would know. Right. Instead, you know people I mean? are tripping because there's a promo for a fucking demo. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. Right. Don't give me a promo for a demo. It's for fucking sake. bonkers. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird, right? Um, also, I guess the, the, the band's name is also an acronym. Biological Nuclear Incendiary Chemical Explosive. Okay. So there you go. Um, that was really good. Yeah, I liked that. I, I liked that a lot. Um, it's obvious that not only Jacob, who plays in, in Reek Minds and Craig Schroeder, but probably every member of this band is like, clearly this is not your first ra rodeo. This right. is a, a fully realized attempt at this style of music that lands 100%, you know? Right. You Clearly these are dudes from other bands. That's really, really fucking good. And uh, I look forward to the proper demo, even though three songs is a demo already. Right. <laughs> so like, if this were just, like, part of a song, right? Uh-huh. Like 30 seconds of a song. That's a promo. That's a promo. <laughs> right. This, right. This is just a short demo. Right. right. And actually, if you're on, you know, I don't know, if you're on Deluxe Bias... It's a pretty long this demo. This is your full length. <laughs> yeah, this is your full length. Yeah, to almost three minutes of music, Holy right? Holy shit. <laughs> so, all right, let's roll the dice, see what's up next. One. All right, one is uh, one is some more metal. So, this is Oxygen Destroyer with sinister monstrosity spawned by the unfathomable ignorance of humankind. You can find this at oxygen-destroyer.bandcamp.com. This is a band out of Seattle, Washington, who I am not familiar with at all, um, and I was not really provided any context um, when this was sent to us via email. I think it just said check out Godzilla's band um, because there are what appear to be kaiju on the cover of this. Monsters, giant monsters. Right. None of them are Godzilla. None of them are Godzilla, no. Uh, but one of them does appear to be shooting a mouth beam. So <clears throat> um, let's see. What song do they have queued up to play? They have, uh, they got the first song. No, let's see. No, third song queued up to play. So we'll trust the band's intuition. So we're going to listen to Slaughtering the Guardian Monsters by Oxygen Destroyer off of their very lengthy titled uh, record.
All right, we just heard the song Slaughtering the Guardian Monsters by Oxygen Destroyer off of Sinister Monstrosity Spawned by the Unfathomable Ignorance of Humankind. And I will say before anything else that they felt, and I will agree with their uh, determination on this, that that was uh, sonically analogous enough to Sodom to put it right in the tags at the bottom of the... So, and they also have Absu there, and yeah. I was listening to the Son of Tifereth, like, last week. Yeah. And that's why I put the artwork up, because that's one of my favorite fucking album covers, too. There's a lot of Absu in this, too. Like, the drumming yeah. and the guitar the guitar playing. Yeah. It just, it really reminded me of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's pretty spot on. Yes, this is like Sodom. Indeed, thank you for doing all of the footwork for us, right? <laughs> right. This, 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 this sounds like, you know... This sounds like fucking German thrash and Absu. Right, yeah, for sure. This is this is uh this is death metal of the variety that is still like that is coming directly as a predecessor to thrash. This this is basically when death metal and thrash were um not distinct genres at that juncture yet, you know what I mean? This is very much reminiscent of that period of time, like the late eighties. Um, this was really, really good. I like this a lot. I also, this is like actively kaiju themed. Yeah. Right? So I wasn't sure if I was actually going to like it because of that. Same. Yeah. I, I was kind of, that was kind of a turnoff to me. Yeah. I thought I, it felt like when I read that, I was like, oh, I hope this isn't like gimmicky and stupid. Right. And, and it, it, it wasn't like, no, it like wasn't. you know, yeah, it, it sounded fucking good. I like this a lot and it let me forget that it's about, you know, giant monsters movie monsters yeah for sure also i gotta note too that like one thing that metal has that that punk and hardcore largely do not have is a ravenous fan base who really really puts their money where their mouth is mm -hmm. because this lp was like it's not limited there are 700 copies of it yeah and it's sold out on the pre-order sure as well as the limited cd copy even if it's limited to 100 or 150 copies sure and there now, is, it was released two months ago for sure but two months isn't that fucking long to sell out 700 copies of an lp yeah it's not just a seven inch either you know what i mean like That's you're, true. you're That's paying true. a good amount of money there's well over 500 people in the supported by column on Bandcamp, so you have to assume some of those people are also digital only purchasers or whatever like i just always tend to notice this like we'll look at like a hype hardcore release or whatever right, right. and i see like we talked about it last week yeah i'll see in the band camp column there's like set there's like 70 people in the supported by column or whatever right and here there this, this is really good don't get me wrong but it's not even the best metal record i heard this year and there are 500 people in the supported by area of band camp yeah. you know what i mean yeah 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 i, I like this a lot i'm kind of bummed that it's i'm kind of bummed that it's uh sold out because i would have bought one yeah but at the same time you know, we talked before, I don't know, Go watch Star Trek, right? Yeah. Watch Star Trek, watch uh, Deep Space Nine, mm -hmm. right? Next Gen, whatever. Sure. And there's fucking 23 episodes in a season. Right. Well, you you know, you're really getting something great. Yeah. Right? 23 fucking episodes. Mm -hmm. You watch Star Trek now, right? Yeah. What's the new one? Uh, Star Trek, uh, the one that's... Discovery. Uh, Discovery. Yeah fucking 10, 10 episodes in the season yeah like i get it it's more expensive to produce but give it to me yeah for sure right what the fuck <laughs> yeah give right? me the whole season and then season. you make me wait sometimes up to two years right before you give me another 10 episodes yeah what the fuck is this shit and i kind of feel the same way with what we're calling like lps anymore like you're you're giving me basically half of an lp right 
on an entire 12 inch. Yeah, for sure. There is a lot of that lately, for sure. Right. I, which I guess is maybe necessitated by the fact that like bands have too much material for a seven inch. A 10 inch is impractical and nobody wants them and they want to put something out. And instead of just like writing the extra material, they'd rather put out like eight killer songs than do 12 songs with four of them being filler, I guess. Yeah, know? yeah. But like, when I, when I buy an LP, right? Yeah. Because I have more LPs than I have seven inches. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that way anymore, but, you know, it used to be like, okay, I'm going to throw this on. I got 20 minutes. Right. I can sit down. I can do something. I can, you know, get some, wash the dishes. I can get some shit done. I got 20 minutes, maybe 22 minutes. Right. On here. And now it goes by in like the time. That's why I don't, I don't play seven inches because I'm not going to stand around my hi-fi listening <laughs> for like the four minutes to go by on one side of a fucking seven inch and then go over and flip it again. Sure. Right. I, I own the, I own it as an artifact, like a, like a thing. Right. Right. But I'm not going to like dig through my seven inches so I can sit around and listen to them by myself in my house because I don't have enough time to do anything while I'm listening to said seven inch. Sure. I kind of want that from an LP and anymore it's the same fucking thing. It's just on a bigger, bigger piece of plastic. Yeah, I feel that for sure. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, it's eight songs. You it's get eight songs and it, you know, it's eight songs and I ain't going to shit on it too much because, you know, um, it's eight songs and it looks like it's probably total length, uh, I don't know, fucking 25 minutes. Yeah, for sure. That's not so bad. Right. Um, but yeah, that was really good. I can understand why this sold out for sure. This is uh, very, very good. I'm going to check out the rest of this LP uh, stat. So, all right, let's uh, keep it moving. Four. All right, four is Suffocating Madness. You can find this at roachlegrecords.bandcamp.com. Um, I don't think this is the newest release on there, but it should be up pretty close towards the top. So this is uh, this is a submission from Grant. He said that this was members of Blood Crow Butcher playing some Scandi-style stuff. So um, looks like they got the first song queued up to play, so we're going to listen to Destroy Me by Suffocating Madness off their self-titled EP. We just heard the song Destroy Me by Suffocating Madness off of their self-titled EP on Roachleg Records. Really good. We've talked about it a lot recently, so I won't beat a dead horse, but I really think we're in the uh, the D-beat slash international, international hardcore renaissance right now. Yeah, it does, and, and it's not it's not the uh, it's not the tired you know like arena D-beat. No, it's raging. Like this was breathless and fucking breakneck the whole way through. They had that little opening riff, and then once they hit it. They didn't take their foot off the gas the whole fucking time, which was perfect. Yep, for sure. This was really good. Really good, blown out. As Grant noted, Scandi influenced D-beat hardcore stuff. 
there's a lot of shit like this coming out right now. I'm sure I'll get tired of it eventually, but that moment has not come. I haven't reached the inflection point in which, you know, we've got too much of this yet. There's still enough of it for me. Right, right. Like, and this this is perfect seven-inch music. For sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right. I don't want fucking 44 minutes of music on no. a fucking 12 inch. It sounds like this. No, definitely right? not. I want seven and a half to eight minutes of music on a fucking seven inch. It sounds like this. For sure. Yep. Yeah. This is four tracks. Really good. Uh, really good opening volley. You know, give you give you four or five minutes of music of this. Right. That's a good way to intro me to this band for sure. I'd pick up a, ca a cassette copy of this, but I don't know that it exists right now. Um, you can buy it digitally via the band camp. Um, let's see. Let's check there. Check their actual web page. Um, it looks like there was a. Or this is, a there's an EP. There, like, a, is this like a proper proper seven inch, or is this on a tape? Mm. It better. I. It's eight bucks, so it I'm better. It better a be a seven inch. inch I'm right? guessing it's a seven inch. It's eight bucks. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Still um, around. All right, cool. Yeah, so if you like that, you can still pick up a copy of it. The the name of Roachleg's site is imitateahuman.com, and it's also in like the little uh, on the, in the on the right column of their Bandcamp. It's like right in the description under the follow button. So if you like that, pick up a copy of it. It was really good. I like that a whole lot. Thanks for sending that over, Grant. Short and sweet. Blown out fucking DB hardcore. I got really nothing else to say about it. It's really good. Let's uh, let's roll the dice again. Two. All right. Two is Axe Rash with Contemporary Ass. You can find this at axrash.bandcamp.com. So uh, this is another Swedish band. We've had a lot of Swedish stuff in the queue recently. Some of it we've heard on the show. Some of it we haven't gotten around to. So uh, looks like this is just... Um, Let's see, what song was sent to us? It looks like there's just one song uh, available off of this right now. Gig Life. Yes. I, I saw the self-title from 2019. I remember seeing that art. I don't remember exactly what this band sounds like. Yeah, that does look familiar, actually. Yeah, now that you mention it. Um, so, yeah, they just have one song available from their upcoming LP. So uh, we're going to listen to Gig Life by Axe Rash off of their upcoming LP, Contemporary Ass.
All right, we just heard the song Gig Life by Axe Rash off of their upcoming LP, Contemporary Ass. That band has riffs. Those yeah. are some really fucking <laughs> catchy riffs. riffs, man. And perfect follow to what we just heard, right? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, this was fucking this, this was fucking dope. And again, keep it fucking moving. Yeah. Right? Yep, for sure, man. You know, and, and this is like a, a breakdown, like a halftime part in this would not have sounded totally out of place. No, not at but all. But I'm glad it wasn't in there. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, just keeping this going for like, I mean, there was like, what, 30 seconds of intro on this? Yeah. Keeping this just ripping for two straight minutes, I appreciated it. And the riffs were good enough to like support that that song format. Right. Right. You know, sometimes, uh, sometimes a halftime mosh part will, will save the track. Right. Or like help break up the, the sameness of a song. Right. Right. But this, the riffs were strong enough that I was just like, yeah, just fucking keep this, keep this fucking ripping, man. This is good. Um, and this is properly Scandinavian, right? This is actually from Sweden. So a different brand of D beat, but nonetheless still very clearly D beat informed hardcore. Right. Sure. You know what I mean? I sure. mean, they're playing a D beat, they're playing fucking fast. Um, just not as blown out. Out, uh, not as distorted, right. a little bit more melodic, but not in a stadium crust sort of way, just in a way that I think felt more akin to like traditional American hardcore. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. This and, and the lyrics for this, you know, especially the second verse, give yeah. the ch- you, you give change to make change, give to charity instead of paying a living wage. Yeah. I've, it's really been fucking sticking in my craw mm-hmm. when I go to like some place to fucking buy something and then they ask if I want to donate. They're like, no, why don't you fucking donate? Yeah, for sure. Yo, <laughs> so obviously what I do for a living, I spend a lot of time in fucking thrift stores and shit. And the most egregious of them all is Goodwill, which is not a charity organization. In case anybody is under the impression that they are, they are a for-profit business <laughs> that makes that gets all of their product literally for free and their CEO makes millions of dollars every year. And all of the clothes that they don't sell, they don't go to like fucking Haiti or something. They get put in big bales and tons and tons, literal tons of clothes get sent to landfills by Goodwill every fucking year, right? Right. They're a bad company. And every time you check out, they will ask you, oh, do you want to get round up your purchase to support our programs? And I'm like, no, maybe your fucking CEO shouldn't take a $600,000 bonus every fucking year. Right. Right. He clearly the money is there. Right. You're just not. And also they pay their developmentally disabled workers less than minimum wage. I was going to bring that up. (laughs) And, And they also like, you know, hire folks with, you know, developmental disabilities or special needs or whatever and then yeah. they, they 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 under the cloak of like it's charity get away with paying them less yeah it's fucking insane dude so i was also i was glad that this song was actually about the gig economy because when i saw yeah. the title gig life and i'm like god is this gonna be some fucking cornball shit about how they're driving around playing gigs right but no it is about the gig economy right, right? which is a uh, an incredibly timely topic to be addressing in your music certainly uh yeah that was that was really fucking good i liked that a lot yeah and i don't know if there's a delay on this it says uh, the the full seven inch. It's not a full length, but a full full seven inch is supposed to be out on the Doll Crash number twenty twenty one. It's not up yet. Yeah. Um. And then there's supposed to be an American release on Not for the Week Records. Oh, sick! Not for the Week is doing the the uh, U S. release of this, but it's not up there either yet. So. Okay. Word. Well, that's cool. That we were big up in Not for the Week just recently, so that's uh, that's sick that it ended up there. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Cool. Let's um. Let's see. How long have we been been going? It's like just know. just under an hour. So we got time. I don't think we have that many voicemails. Let's roll the dice one more time. All right. One. 
Okay, one is Lousy. This is uh, another international band. Uh, the release is Suffer. You can find this at lousyshit.bandcamp.com. This is a band out of uh, Magalang, Indonesia. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that city correctly. I certainly uh, do not speak the Indonesian language. Um, so this was sent in by John for The Path. Like I said, it's his, his weekly international release. And then, oh, no, I'm sorry. This was not sent in by John. This was sent in by Vlad from Delayed Gratification, who is doing a stateside uh, cassette release of this. So um, you can find those. I think they should be up for sale already on the Delayed Gratification Bandcamp. So um, let's see. The song they've got queued up to play is the first one. So uh, let's just go with that one. We're going to listen to Turn to Blue by Lousy off of their EP Suffer.
Okay, we just heard the songs Turn to Blue and Pretty Poison because Turn to Blue was just an intro, so we just listened to two um, by the band Lousy off of their debut EP, Suffer. Like I said, if you want to get a copy of this stateside, you can go to uh, the delayed gratification records.bandcamp.com, and uh, I think there's a link to their web store on there, and you can pre-order it, so it's not out out yet, but it's up for pre-order, so if you liked what you heard, you can pick up a copy of it on, on cassette. Um, so this is like, this felt very much in line with the sort of of, uh, with the delayed gratification uh, sonic ethos. I feel I feel like there's a lot of bands coming out of that general scene, like Slug and shit, that are doing something similar to this, where they're playing a brand of hardcore that is in the lineage of traditional hardcore, but feels like distinctly modern at the same time. It's fast, it has mosh parts in it, right? Mm -hmm. It's reminiscent of a lot of stuff that was popular when I was first coming up. Like I've name-checked with a lot of DGR releases, like... Um, outbreak and stuff like that shit mm -hmm. that is like like I said it was it was aiming to be like a fun raucous live experience sure right and the and so I'll, for that reason I think a lot of the stuff that we hear coming out of that scene both of us are like yeah this is cool this is passable I bet it would be fun to see in a basement and it doesn't do a whole lot for me recorded right and that's kind of how i felt for this uh, about this like this was good you know what i mean like i got no beef with this at all i thought it was well recorded it sounded really good it was sure. beefy the vocals sounded cool sure um like it had a lot of the modern tropes of hardcore that sits in this vein right like delay laden vocals and shit like that tom tom mosh parts and shit um there's nothing about this i disliked but like if i'm looking if i'm looking for a band of this of this ilk like a hardcore band of this variety, there is stuff that I would rather listen to on record than this, right? But like, I would certainly go see this band if they were playing an hour and a half away. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and even aesthetically, like with the artwork on the on the page and everything like that. Yeah, like like the artwork makes it look like something makes it look like Spy, right? Or for Rash sure. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, and you know, it's not it's not that far away from that either. Sure, it just doesn't hit. It, it's not quite the same edge on it. Yeah, it just feels like a, a more. It just feels more straight ahead. Yeah, it feels it feels kind of like more straight ahead hardcore that like is kind of masquerading as like uh, a more punk tinged iteration of it. But really, it's just like meat and potatoes hardcore. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and it wasn't bad. No, not at all. Perfectly good. I'd see it live for sure. Um, I'd buy that tape if I saw it live. But yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah, no doubt. So we only have like four messages. So uh, I see no, I see no problem with making this a music-heavy episode. Let's uh, let's roll the dice one more time. Get seven bands. All right, how many we got left? We got uh, four. Four. All right, four is uh, so four is the Chinese band. This is uh, this is an an international heavy episode. With I was hoping we would land on this. Yeah, for sure. Because this is the one thing that I, I have no idea what we're gonna get. No, not a thing. And like I said, even Tyler uh, characterized this as being very hard to describe. So this is uh, now now Sue, or like I said before, roughly translated in English to brain death. Uh, you can find this at dyingartproductionscn.bandcamp.com. Um, I, I guess I can just describe the artwork to you because like I said, all the text is like in, <laughs> in Chinese. So, um, it's like a black and white, uh, illustrated cover with what appears to be like, <laughs> but this is insane <laughs> SS guys on the cover. I, I don't know if that's what's going on. It's hard to tell. There's a dog, there's a fucking skull on the table, but I like, I like, 
I, I like this this thing where you're just going to describe in detail. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to get you. I'm in trying, an audio format. <laughs> I'm just trying to help people. I mean, listen, you can click the link in the show notes, <laughs> but for anybody who's like, just, What are you doing? I, mean, I, I was just trying to help people navigate to it. You hey, know what I mean? So uh, let's, uh, let me describe the artwork for you here. It is a man look to be in perhaps, it's a high contrast black and white image of a man in what appears to be perhaps traditional Chinese garb. Um, Jim Jones, uh, a dog uh-huh. being fed a human skull at a table full of booze. Right. And there's a potion. Yeah, yeah, there does appear to be a potion. Right. So there you go. As if that means anything. <laughs> so none of these songs are in English or anything, right? So like I let's just jump into whatever they have queued up, which I guess is the first song on here. So we're gonna listen to a song off of this record by this band, which so, is hold on, hold on, hold on. So when I was younger, uh-huh. right? Because I'll eat anything. Yeah. One of my favorite things is eating things that I've ne- I don't even know what the fuck it is, right? Mm-hmm. Never had it before. Don't even know what it is. Give right. it to me, right? Sure, yeah. Because what's the worst? I don't like it. Right. Right. So when I was younger, I would go into you know ethnic markets and intentionally look for things that I could not identify and mm-hmm. buy them and try them. Right. Right. And that's kind of I think where I sort of got over that you know, whatever you want to gastrophobia of, of like that, you know, Ooh, I don't know what's in that. No, give it to me. I don't care. Yeah, sure. I can't tell you how many times I bought things that I'm pretty sure were just ingredients. <laughs> right. Yeah. And would just eat them. Right. They're yeah. not even actual things. And a lot of it was because I had no idea what I, I would, I would look for things just like this that had no English whatsoever. Right. Or even discernible fucking letters. Yeah. On the cover, so I, I I don't know if what we're going to hear is an intro. Uh huh. I don't know, I don't know anything about what we're about to hear, and I kind of like it. It's giving me the same vibe. I don't know if this is an ingredient. Yeah. Or if this is uh, an actual thing. Like for one time, I bought a bottle of rose water, having never heard of rose water before. Sure. Right. I figured it's got to be a tasty drink. Let's try it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that you're supposed to mix it with other things. Right. I drank an entire bottle of rose water. <laughs> It was awful. I yeah. choked it down. It took me forever, but I thought, I'll give it a go. You know, maybe I'll develop a taste for it. I can't even stand the smell of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully this goes better than that. Right. right? Hopefully, hopefully this is not the sonic equivalent of a whole bottle of rose water. Yeah, I wonder how stupid do you have to be to keep trying to drink that shit. So, like I said, I think we're going to listen to what is the first song off of a record by a band who I guess is pronounced uh, Now Now Sue.
All right, so we just listened to a song who I do not know do not know the na- name of by a Chinese band called Now Now Sue off of a record which I do not know the name of. How'd right. you feel about that? So I want to investigate a personal bias on your part right now. On my part? Yes. Okay. It's on my part too. Okay. I, you know, but I want I want to see how you feel about this. Uh-huh. So let's say, for instance, that this were a submission in English uh-huh. given to us by somebody with the last name Fett. Uh-huh. <laughs> How do you feel about this? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see I see what you're getting at, right? right? Because because my immediate inclination is like, cool. I think it's sick that something like this exists in Wuhan, China. Right. Right. I, I'm I'm still, despite the fact that it is twenty twenty one and we live in a globalized world, right. right? I'm still nonetheless always beside myself when uh, exotic reaches of the world, right? Right. Have uh, are playing, right. which which have full access to the internet. <laughs> but, but see, you, you know? and I don't know anything. We know we don't know anything about China, right? Right. We know very China, very little. China right. has extremely modern yeah places. I mean, like sure, and especially in the past thirty years, right? right. Just exploded, right? Yeah, no doubt. And then it has places that effectively, you know, just like United States, are a hundred years behind the time, right? Yeah, right. They're, they're, they're economically, they're just not. They're poor. Right, for sure. Right. But, you know, it, it, I guess it is kind of surprising, but it shouldn't be because of the sheer number of people in China as well. Yeah, it just still strikes me as novel in a way when that that's something that is familiar and geographically close to me doesn't strike me, right? Right. So, I don't know. Maybe I would feel differently about this if this were uh, from Lima, Ohio. I don't know. Um, I think that sonically, though, this is pretty novel right like it is at first when it came in i thought okay maybe they're doing like a flipper no trend sort of like dirgy hardcore thing right and then it got real fast and mm-hmm. i i will be frank i didn't really care for the fast I, part I that much i didn't really care for the fast part either and then it had that really weird brief jazzy interlude mm-hmm. and also the recording on this we talk about you know audio fidelity and things of that nature frequently on this show even though we know very little about it effectively um, <laughs> yeah, we, know, we talk about a lot of things we know little about right yeah, yeah go ahead so there are you know i i think i have a keen enough ear to recognize okay this was recorded to tape or this was recorded probably on an iphone or a fucking computer speaker or whatever right mm-hmm. this had a quality that i can only that i can only compare to like when you know you hear a youtube video like a song that was uploaded to youtube 12 years ago mm-hmm. and like the bit rate is so fucking low and the audio is so compressed that when the snares hit it sounds like digital noise right that's what this whole thing sounded like yeah it did have that and i mean it's only come out on a cd as well yeah so i'm, I'm just interested like how was this recorded what was like the technological process behind this? Because that was one of the most interesting things about this. Like, I don't know if it was intentional or like simply an artifact of like the recording process. Just what it is, you know. I mean, so I looked up Wuhan, right? Uh huh. It's a mega city. It's like eleven point five million people. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so it, it's, it's you, huge. You would have to expect that you would have somebody's to, playing you some would iteration have to of expect, punk right? there, but, right? Of course. Right. That's the thing. Is like, despite this. This, the size of these areas, right? Right. Yeah, we just kind of get surprised. Like, you would think that with it, I don't know, all this, mod, you know, all, all this, I guess, 
the, like modern China is indeed a modern thing, right? right? It's a recent thing. For sure, yeah. But I, I guess I would just expect with the interconnectivity, but how connected are we over there as well with, you know, differences and I guess uh, political regimes and tensions and sure. levels of, uh, levels of uh, I guess, uh, media control? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think there's, there's a component of that at play too. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess sonically this didn't hit me super hard. There were components of this that I liked. Um, I thought it was, like I said, sonically novel in the sense that it was like mashing together a lot of stuff I wouldn't expect to be mashed together, but I don't know how effective it really was, you know? I'll check out the rest of this. I don't have a lot of hopes because everything, I mean, it's interesting. Right. Um, there's like a nine minute song and a six minute song at the end. Like the songs get longer and longer and longer as it goes on. Yeah. Um, so that's got my my interest because I was hoping for something genuinely weird. Yeah. You know, genuinely like hard to pin down and not trying to maybe I guess ape a western style of, you know, har- punk or hardcore so much. Yeah. I was hoping for something genuinely weird. Yeah. And uh it's not exactly what I got. I don't think it's bad. It'll ma- the only reason that I will investigate it more is for the same reason that I went seeking out food I couldn't identify because (laughs) I don't, I have no idea, you know, it's, it's completely mysterious to me. Yeah, for sure. That's it. That's the only thing that's got my attention about this because otherwise, yeah, that was fine. Yeah, for sure. I'm not, you know, if if that's an American band or a band that is from a familiar area, Mm -hmm. not interested. Yeah, for sure. I feel that. Um, All right, cool. Let's, uh, let's pivot to, let's pivot, pivot to voicemail. Day, bitches. Okay, it is Halloween. It is indeed Halloween. We are recording this on Halloween. Actually, again, I guess if you're on the West Coast, you'll probably hear this, or you will at least have this available to you when it is still Halloween. But if you're on Eastern Time, um, just looking at it's ten o'clock right now. I gotta, get, I gotta get, do some snacking when I get home. Two hours left. <laughs> yeah, this you're not gonna hear this on Halloween. You're right. gonna hear this on November first. So. Right. All right. Yeah, this is um, just Alejandro. Just as myself, uh, just check in and say, what's up? It's like, I've not done this in forever and have not even been listening for quite a while due to, um, just so many things going on. Um, I think the only, uh, subject I will bring up of contest, if you guys want to debate it, is, it's hard to word this, but I think if the hardcore scene has a thing or trouble with, and I could be using the word in the wrong context or definition, animosity or, uh, there's another better word for it, but I cannot put it on my finger right now. And I say this as like, you know, local bands that probably aren't as good as the other local band, but are more popular because they're friends with the cool people and play the cool venue which i mean is just some boring bar where everyone goes to get drunk at and listens to music while they're drunk so i think you know is that such a thing that you think could become a big issue and i guess not even in hardcore but local scenes in general or is it a thing that just usually phases itself out quick enough that it never really became a big problem in the first place since it never lasted uh yeah, that, I think that's really, like, the shortest way I can put it. Anyway, thanks for uh, checking it out. Check it out, man. Check it out, man. <laughs> uh, 
Let's check it out. Um, all right, what's up, Alex? Uh, so hope you're doing well. Hope, hope life slows down for you soon and you have time to hit the brakes, look around, enjoy the scenery a little bit. Evidently, you've been very busy. So I think what you're getting at here is is like the phenomenon of uh, you know the cool the cool dudes club in subculture music, right? that's a thing that I think has been around from jump. You're talking specifically about the phenomenon of like a band that is um, sonically worse than other, you know, bands that nonetheless get big up because they know the right people and they play the right shows and they get, I mean, that's just an unfortunate side effect of any sort of like, I mean, look, social groups are naturally going to uh, organize themselves in hierarchies just is what it is yep. right and even if we do our best to eschew that and to not acknowledge it within the context of subculture and punk specifically they exist it is what it is we try to subvert those uh those systems but like i think that they're a lot more innate to human nature than a lot of people want to give credit to people want to blame things on modern society whatever human beings have always like innately instinctively organized into hierarchy, right? Yeah. Just is what it is. Right. Um, I'm not saying that the social fallout of those uh, phenomenons is cool or positive or rad, but like, I don't know, man, I'm 31 years old. I also just like, I don't really pay attention to that shit. If I like a band, I listen to them. If I don't like a band, I don't listen to them. Um, I put on shows at my house, but like, well, my, my ex house, right. I put on shows at my little brother's house who is kind enough to let us still do stuff there. But like, I stay out of the politics of it and almost entirely, I just facilitate the shows happening. You know, I don't think that this is like, I don't think that this is a real issue. That's what I guess is what I'm getting to. I don't, I don't think it matters. I fundamentally, especially in subculture, I do think that the cream tends to rise to the top, right? You know? Yeah. I mean, it boils down to eventually you like what you like. Yeah, for sure. Sure. And, and it's, yeah, there's always been in groups and out groups. There always will be in groups and out groups. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't really matter how you define the group. No. Um, you know, it's, uh, it is what it is. I'm sure, I'm sure that there were other good bands around in like 81. Sure. That nobody fucking, no, I know that there were other good bands around in 81 that, don't get the same fucking hype as their contemporaries because the contemporaries happen to be minor threat for sure or you know agnostic front yeah we just talk about nihilistics right you know? yeah yeah we were listening to nihilistics on the way home from chicago the other day and i brought them up on the on the patreon episode that just went up and like I, you know if you talk to i people, don't know maybe they were a huge deal they weren't i think if you talk to people from that era they were actually widely hated you know what I mean? Like, I think people like actively disliked that band, but you go back and listen to that Nihilistics LP, it's fucking raw and ripping and angry and like, it's fucking phenomenal. It's yeah. one of my favorite records of that era. You right. know what I mean? But I think a lot of social politics played into that band, just not having a, the place, the historical place that many other. And, and social politics do. is like a huge running theme, like in, in punk and hardcore in general. Yeah, right? for sure. All those corny songs about the scene and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think it's something that is uh, literally just part and parcel to any human social group, no matter how big, no matter how small, whether it's subculture, mainstream, it doesn't matter. You're going to find it. There are going to be, there's going to be effects of that, uh, that system, no matter where you, where you turn. So you just kind of have to take the good with the bad, keep it pushing. That's, yeah. That's what, my you, what you have to do is, um, bottle everything up, fall into an ever spiraling depression until the point that you don't feel anything anymore. It doesn't <laughs> matter to you. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what you have to do. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, all right, let's hear the next one. What's up? It's Tony the Troglodyte. I'm back. Uh, hopefully get this in for y'all recording. 
Thursday, November 4th at the Hoosier Dome, we got what could probably be an unofficial demolition showcase. I think all of the bands have been on. Uh, Military Gun, obviously, Ian from RJC doing his kind of Guided by Voices Meets Minor Threat thing. Uh, Mesmer, Indianapolis, Shoegaze, 350-150s, Sign Language, kind of a post-Shoegaze-y punk from Cincinnati, uh, fronted by Sarah Tolley. And then uh, Indianapolis's uh, dog shit hardcore band, uh, Dirtmers. So uh, come on out. Should be a good time. Uh, but if this comes in late and uh message gets aired for no reason, uh, what's the best Judas Priest album and why? Thanks. Okay, cool. So some uh, some show promotion on November 4th at the Hoosier Dome. Military Gun is playing down there. I That's this coming week. I really want to go down to that, but on the 5th, I'm going to see Fiddlehead and Life's Question and Dare and Wildside in Chicago. And then on the 6th, we have a show in South Bend uh, with Bitter Truth and Prison Suicide and somebody else. Um, so I might not be able to make it down to that. I just saw Military Gun at Convulse Fest, and they were really good. I do think Ian would take Umbridge, and I also take Umbridge with you describing that band as guided by voices means minor threat, because it, it definitely doesn't sound like that at all. It just sounds like, um, a modern take on a lot of the, like, late 80s, early 90s post-hardcore that was coming out of, like, D.C. and some New York stuff. It has, like, a lot of Fugazi in it. It has some quicksand. Um, it doesn't It doesn't sound like... I think, you, <laughs> I think you clearly don't have a lot of reference points for that kind of music, which is fine. I'm not hating on you. I'm sounds just, like Sin After Sin era priest. <laughs> right, yes. It sounds like Sin After Sin era priest. So, yeah, I am going to try and get down to that show. I would encourage anybody in the sound of my voice who can get, who can get to that show to, uh, to go out and support it because... Ian's a good dude, a military gun, I think is one of the best live acts going right now. So, um, And if anybody's listened to the show for long enough, you know how we feel about Mesmer and their weed songs. But, hey, musically, it was pretty catchy, so maybe I'll stick around and watch their set if I go down there. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> what's the best Priest album and why? That's I, a, I don't know. That's a fucking whole bag of worms or a can of worms. Yeah, right I'm, right? I'm not going to. I don't know. Sin after sin. I'm not going to tell you why. You figure it out. Okay, fair enough. Um I'm pretty fond of Screaming for Vengeance myself. It's a good album. You know, I I, I, I like, it's it's like Iron Maiden, right? I like, I like all the Iron Maiden records up to and through um, No Rest for the Wicked, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And well, did that come out before or after Fear of the Dark? Uh, I think that actually came out after Fear of the Dark. Okay, I can't remember. Anyway, either No Rest for Wicked or Fear of the Dark. I can't remember which yeah, one, yeah. right? Um, I like them all through there, right? Yeah. I like the, let's talk about Iron Maiden instead of Priest, right? I like the fucking first two records for, you know, basically a totally different reason than I like the fucking Bruce Dickinson records. Right. Because Paul Diano, Iron Maiden sounds like a fucking threat, and Bruce Dickinson is, is a celebration. Right. Right, the whole way through. Sounds fucking good. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know, I, I like I like all of the fucking early Priest stuff. Rock yeah. and Roller up through fucking Painkiller. Yep, for right? sure. Yep. So, um, I don't know, pick one. I'll just say Sin After Sin. Yeah, and I'll say uh, Screaming for Vengeance. There you go. All right, let's listen to uh, Last Message. Yo, it's Cowie coming at you with uh, a little show report uh, for the next week coming up. Uh, on the 5th, we got 200 Stab Wounds, Mourns, and Blood Type at Ralph's in Worcester. Uh, also on the 5th, we got Ritual Blade, Edict, Sexless Marriage, Loud Sounds, and Shape Thrower. 
It's going to be down in at dusk uh, in Providence. Uh, on the 6th, Saturday, we got Incendiary, God's Hate, Age of Apocalypse, Age of Apocalypse, and Move. Uh, it's at the Middle East. <clears throat> uh, also at the Middle East, we got Inner Arma and Artificial Brain. It's going to be a late show. Um, all right, hopefully I get this in time for uh, you guys to hear it before next week. Uh, talk to you later. There you go. Thanks again, Kawi, for uh, for giving the uh, show updates. Um, yeah, if you're in the area, go fucking go see shit. Uh, let's see. We got one. We got one text message, which is I think a follow up from AJ on the uh, cousin situation. Mm-hmm. He says both are having kids. The well was should have not existed. I think meant to place it somewhere else <laughs> in the sentence. Okay. Anyways, watch this. My my brain fell apart. <laughs> yeah. My brain just fell apart <laughs> yeah. trying to figure out what that meant. That didn't clarify anything. <laughs> that did not clarify anything. In fact, I feel very much more confused than I did previously. Um, is the YouTube video of uh, of any interest whatsoever? Is it actually anything cool? Uh, it's just some guy gargling piss. Oh, some guy gargling piss. Gargling piss for clicks. Well, hey, I might be gargling piss two or three hours from now. There's nothing special or cool about that, right? Yeah. So, uh, but I, but I might watch this guy gargle piss when I get. There's not, a, there's not a single comment. Uh huh. Ninety three views. So this is this is a deep dive though. This is uh, not a single comment. Ninety three views. It's been up since May seventeenth, two thousand twelve. Wow, damn, this is a fucking, this is like a... And I might actually watch this, be, and, and I'm going to head to this guy, Morton from DDF. I don't know what the fuck it is. Uh-huh. Could be an asshole. Probably is if he's gargling piss. Yeah. Um, Short videos. This is two minutes and 24 seconds of him gargling piss. Right, yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't have to stick around and listen to a fucking, you know, 25-minute explanation from a bearded man named Vsauce and why gargling piss is safe, <laughs> right? That's right, yeah. He's just, he's just going just right watch in. this fucking idiot gargle piss and, yep. and make faces at the camera. Yep, there you go. All right, cool. So uh, let's wrap it up for the night. Like I said, if you want to buy the Kong Kong tape, uh, just look in the show notes. There will be a link to the big cartel. Like I said, we are doing North American only right now just because the entire purpose of this is, you know, making stuff available to people stateside who wouldn't have been able to get it otherwise. But if you live in uh, Europe, the band will have like 30 or 40 copies of it to sell. So um, whenever that arrives to Kong Kong, I'll let you guys know and uh, European buyers can, can purchase some from then. If you're in the UK, I don't know. You're shit out of luck. At some point, we'll work out, like when we're doing bigger runs of stuff, if there's a demand for it, we might work out a distro thing where we can get stuff distroed in the UK and Europe. But I'm really not trying to fuck with that right now. I'm, you know, I'm packaging all these orders in my fucking, what is supposed to be the supposed to be the dining room of my fucking apartment so i'm i'm I, i'm already stretched thin enough just doing all of these stateside so um like i said if you want a copy of that just click the link in the show notes pick up a copy thanks to everybody who already has if you want to call and leave us a message it's 260-222-8341 if you want to submit music just make sure it's a year or less old it is demo listen podcast at gmail.com and then last up if you want to become a patron it's patreon.com slash demo listen podcast i got no other thoughts My head is empty. I'm ready to go home, edit this, eat some fucking popcorn, and call it a night. Happy Halloween. All right. Have fun. Yep. See ya.